Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today is the 16th of June and we are here with Inge Haydorn and Jenny Hardy for our weekly market roundup. Today, the team will discuss results from Adobe and Oracle and share their insights from the AMD AI Day. Over to them. Thank you very much, Maria. And um, this is Inge Haydorn, fund manager at GP Bullhound. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Hardy, portfolio manager at GP Bullhound. So... Let's start with the easy ones, and then we'll head off to the big one, which is AMD. But let's start with Oracle and Adobe results uh, for for the quarter. And let's start with Oracle. And I think the really the key highlight when it comes to Oracle is that they have a new spending level. They're definitely, definitely spending heavily to become really the fourth play in the marketplace. So they're lifting their capex by almost like 60 70% quarter and quarter in the last two quarters and they're going to continue in that rate so that's good news for our infrastructure players isn't it jenny yeah absolutely and i think um you know we've seen announcements across the board from uh clearly the the cloud players but also um the consultants the server players all around the amount that they need to invest um, in CapEx in order to sort of keep up with these AI capabilities. And, you know, the reality is that Oracle is a sort of fourth distant player in public cloud. Um, and, you know, it absolutely needs to invest in AI in order to keep up at all um, with with the competitors. So absolutely, I mean, this CapEx a bulk of it will be going to NVIDIA chips, AMD chips. Um, so that's absolutely good news for, for our holdings in those names. And if we comment a little bit on the results, I'll, we would say, yes, yeah, slightly better than expected. Uh, but also as oh, the trend for them is slightly more positive than, than the rest of the cloud players. But it's also the fact that they are a much smaller player. So they don't really see a slowdown. But Remember then that the numbers are much, much smaller. Yeah, I think for the moment it's um, probably one of the few vendors that has um, sort of GPU capacity spare. So I think we shouldn't read too much into the higher growth rates. I think, as you said, a lot of it is just a bit the nature of small and large numbers that uh, you would probably expect them um, to continue to gain a little bit of share. Going over to Adobe, reporting last night then, slightly better than expected across the board, lifting guidance a little bit on the top line, modding slightly better, but main focus, the AI solution Firefly. What do we say about it? Exactly, exactly. So I think, I mean, we've said it before, um, the focus of every single earnings release and every single conference call is around AI. Um, I, I mean, in fact, I think that's true in inside and outside of tech, but certainly for tech, that's the case. And look, I think, you know, we've had the debate before about the extent to which um, software businesses can monetize these AI features or the extent to which it's just a sort of cost of doing business that they will all have to offer AI capabilities 
in order to to sort of keep up with um with competition i think you know positively adobe quite clearly outlined um the sort of monetization opportunities and increased arpu coming from ai um but look, i think it's fair to say that that we're still in in quite early days in terms of how all of this plays out in reality. Um, I mean, we also heard from um, Salesforce this week, it held its sort of AI day. Uh, and, and similarly, it kind of outlined its monetization strategy for its AI um, services. Uh, I think the cost of its, I forget what it called, I think it was the, the AI cloud starter pack, I think they announced that that was going to be $360,000 per year, although partly usage-based as well. Um, so we are starting to see um, the sort of tangible monetization opportunities around AI. Um, clearly, that's coming at incremental cost as well, though, remember. So either these businesses will have to build out um more in the way of uh, sort of their own data center infrastructure, and, and you'll see that through the CapEx, or um, they will effectively have to pay for cloud compute, and you will likely see that in the gross margin. I think uh, the, the sort of generative AI applications are not at a scale yet where we can see it tangibly in their gross margin, sort of relative to the size of the rest of their business. Um, but I think that's what we have to to watch for. Um, nothing's for free, right? So, and also the negative side of it is is if Adobe becomes much much more of a productive tool, you need as many creative persons. So, will we have a reduce in in seat sites for them? Question mark. Question mark. So, we're going to follow this closely, and I think it's 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 going to be a lot of debate going on in the next twelve months and see how, how this really plays out. Going over to AMD and the AI day. There's not Capital Marks days anymore. There's AI days. <laughs> and uh, AMD really highlighting the new MI300, but also changing the strategy quickly with the MI300X in order to compete harder with uh, the hopper from NVIDIA. Exactly. So, you know, previously um, uh, they've sort of gone with a combined CPU plus GPU solution. Um, but this MI300X is um, a sort of GPU that I think we would see as sort of directly targeting NVIDIA's H1, H100 Hopper product. Um, if you look at the, at the specs, you know, one of the big features is around um, the sort of memory uh, capacity. And that's important in AI because a lot of the um, a lot of the sort of processing problem is around the extent to which you can sort of split the application into different threads, get it into the core to be processed. And a lot of that requires um, a, a very high amount of, of memory bandwidth. And that's sort of what's been the bottleneck in terms of performance, um, I suppose, for this sort of current generation of large language models. And so 
that's certainly um, the sort of big feature of of this uh, G- GPU chip. But to, to what extent do we think it's a it's a threat to Nvidia, Inga? I think it's going to be, but I I think we're talking twenty twenty four somewhere Q two Q three. So it's definitely going to be. I think people looking at it and, and trying it out because yeah. nobody wants to have hundred percent Nvidia. But I think it's it's we're roughly a year out from from it. So, yeah. With that said, yeah, I, w- I was going to say I, I think um, I I totally agree. I think we said before there are lots of reasons why um, players would not want to be tied into Nvidia as a sort of sole supplier to the extent that they are currently. Um, I think we would say it's positive on the sort of Nvidia short term to the extent to which AMD feel like they really need to bring out a a direct competitor product. And I think it maybe speaks to um, the sort of short-term traction NVIDIA is getting um, in its H100 product because ah, there is an extent to which this feels a little bit panicked from AMD. I don't know if you think that's fair or not. I definitely think so. And I was just about to brag a little bit and say that we have written a very interesting note on NVIDIA. So if anybody wants to take a look at that, contact me and Jenny and we can send it over uh, where we go through the dynamics of this market. And um, oh, please get in contact if you're interested. But I totally agree with you. I think AMD is playing catch up here. There's no doubt about it. And I think the momentum NVIDIA has for the moment is very, very strong. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we should say we own both NVIDIA and AMD. I think AMD will absolutely have a key position in the sort of AI infrastructure envelope, um, particularly on the inference side where some of NVIDIA's competitive advantages around um, the sort of networking capabilities are, are perhaps sort of slightly less relevant um on on the inference side so i think we absolutely see them sort of both as winners in in this i mean the reality is this market will be so huge it will struggle to be dominated by a single player i think there are reasons to believe that nvidia can very well dominate the kind of training market but if we think about the inference market and the different applications um the different sort of technical requirements there I think there are absolutely reasons to believe that AMD will have a very strong position. Yeah, and, and the different workloads. There will be different usage cases for every different semiconductor. And the last thing I would state today is this 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 is our last podcast before the summer break. But we will also continue to do our weekly letter, which we send out. So if anybody's interested in our weekly letter, please let me or Jenny know. And... Um, We'll put you on the list. Thank you very much. And have a great summer. Thank you.